Welcome back to the soap opera. I'm Sarah Wheatley, and I'm so glad you could come make soap with me today. Today we'll be discussing essential oils. Now, I know some of you may already know about essential oils, and that's because recently it's become a bit of a controversial topic in regards to health and wellness. But first things first, what is an essential oil? An essential oil is essentially just an oil that is super concentrated that's been extracted from a plant. So for instance, lavender oil is typically extracted by cold pressing the leaves and the buds from the lavender plant until you get a highly concentrated, super smelly, delicious oil. And the same thing can be done with citrus, citrus rinds like orange peels and lemon peels. And it can be done with herbs too, like rosemary and oregano. It's called an essential oil because it contains the essence of a plant. Now, I could spend the episode talking about how an essential oil is or isn't beneficial for health and wellness purposes, or you could do the research for yourself and make your own decisions. Today, I just want to talk about using essential oils to give your soap a beautiful, wonderful fragrance. So, get out your ingredients, and let's get started. Today, I'm putting my essential oils into the Castile soap base, but you could use one of the soap bases provided in episode one or two. I like Castile soap because it's very simple. Once you've got all of your ingredients out and together, like your lye is already dissolved into your water, your oils are already measured and melted and mixed together in your bowl, then you can start to think about what kinds of essential oils you want to use. For a recipe totaling 500 grams of oil, you want to use no more than 25 grams of essential oils. If you've got a sensitive nose, you can put it as low as 15 or 10 grams depending on the kind of oil, but any lower than that, and the essential oil will be broken apart by the sodium hydroxide during the saponification process, and then you won't be able to smell anything once the soap hardens. If you're using citrus oils like lemon or orange, make sure that you buy them in five or tenfold, or you may need to end up using twice as much essential oil as you think. Citrus oils are broken up the fastest by lye, and so by the time you get to the end result, you may have a soap that smells like nothing. One trick I like to use is using an oil called Litsea Cubeba. It's a very lemony smelling oil. It doesn't come from any real citrus fruit, so it doesn't get broken apart by the lye during the soaping process as quickly. The oils I'll be using today are lavender, lemon five-fold, and Litsea Cubeba oil. I'm going to be making a lavender lemonade castile soap. When I measured out my essential oils, I decided to use twice as much lemon as I thought because I know the lemon is going to get broken apart during soaping. So I put 5 grams of lavender, because lavender tends to be very strong, 5 grams of Litsea cubeba, and 10 grams of lemon fivefold. Now, I've got my lye already mixed. I'm just going to add a tablespoon of salt to it, sea salt, not iodized salt, and then I'm going to mix it into my olive oil, of which I have 500 grams already in my bowl. 
If you want to follow along with the exact recipe I'm using today, I've included all of that in the show notes so you can follow along to your heart's content. Or, like I said earlier, you can go back and use one of the base recipes from episodes 1 or 2 using the Castile or the lard and babasu oil soap. Maybe you're thinking, I'm not sure what essential oils I want to use. Well, I can certainly give out a few recommendations. Lavender is a very popular favorite among people. You can also use things like lemon or orange. You could use peppermint or rosemary. Cedar and lavender is a lovely combination, as is lavender and rosemary. I also like to use an oil called benzoin resin. It's a resin that comes from a tree and it has a wonderful vanilla scent. And I like to mix that with things like lemon or peppermint for a nice candy-coated sugary feeling. Please note, you cannot use food oils when making soap. They're not made to be used for soap, and they're only made to be consumed. They also typically have alcohol in them, which may affect your soaping process. So if you have food-grade lemon essence or vanilla extract, you can't use that in soap, unfortunately. I also don't recommend using any essential oils that you may find with proprietary blends. You don't know what things may have been added to them, so you don't know how it may react in soap. I'll include a few locations to find bulk essential oils very cheap in the show notes, so if you're curious about where you can find things like lavender oil or lemon oil, you'll be able to go to those links and find them pretty easily. Okay, I've got my lye and my oils all ready to go, and I'm ready to start mixing. So get your immersion blender out submerge it into your oil and get out the bubbles and then pour your lye into your oil mixture and now you know what to do start blending you're not going to want to add your essential oils to your mixture until after you've reached emulsion i even like to wait until i've reached a light trace stage so that I can be sure that more lye has begun the saponification process and won't attach to the essential oils as quickly. Then you have a stronger scent by the end and you don't have to waste as much essential oil trying to get your soap to smell good. Um, The olive oil I'm using today is a lovely golden color. I think this soap's gonna look quite lemony by the end. I'm very excited about that. If you're feeling a little nervous about the essential oils you've chosen, don't worry. I like to do a little test by taking a paper towel and taking a little eyedropper or a little miniature food baster or something like that, and then carefully mixing a drop or two of each oil that I want to mix together on the paper towel in the same spot. Then you can like wave it around, air it out some, and give it a sniff and see if you like the combination. When you're buying essential oils, make sure you do a little bit of reading to see if you can find out how it behaves when used in cold processed soap, which is the soap making process that we use here. Some essential oils can accelerate trace, meaning that when you add it, it causes the soap to stiffen up a lot faster, and then you may be struggling to try to pour it into your molds. So be aware of that, and time when you add your essential oils into your soap accordingly. For soaps that accelerate trace, you want to add it when your soap is still pretty thin. 
so that as you're blending and mixing, you don't end up getting it stuck and seizing up inside of your bowl. Don't forget to get your spatula and scrape the sides of your bowl every so often to make sure you've incorporated all parts of your soap. Well, I think my soap is nice and thick enough for me to add my essential oils in now. So I'm going to get my mixture, I've mixed it together already, in a little mason jar, and I'm going to gently pour it into the batter. You want to be careful when mixing essential oils into soap because it does thin the mixture a bit, but like I said earlier, a lot of oils stiffen soap a lot faster once they've been incorporated. So you may be dealing with a thin batter that, that gets thick very quickly. So this is the part where you're going to want to pay very close attention to how your soap feels. Did you know, in the Roman Empire, there was no mention of soap until Pliny the Elder decided to write it down. However, he decided that the mixture of tallow and ashes was better used as a hair pomade, and he seemed to think that the Gallic and Germanic men, from whom he got the recipe, of course, were somehow more effeminate for their use of soap for cleansing purposes. Well, I mean, of course, everyone knows that Pliny wasn't exactly open-minded, so you can decide how to feel about that yourself. Finally, by the end of the second century BCE, the Romans had decided that the Gauls and the Germans actually made some pretty good soap, and they thought it was worth using to clean their hair and their skin and their clothes. I'm not sure why they suddenly decided it wasn't effeminate anymore, but good on them. Even though essential oils can thicken your soap faster, I do still recommend giving it a few pulses with the blender to make sure that it's mixed all the way. You don't want to end up with soap that has pockets of essential oils that are leaking out. When you're ready to pour your soap, or as you're getting close, make sure you give it a few swipes with your spatula to try to get out all of the biggest bubbles. Then get the mold that you want to use, set it up on a stable surface. It's best if you have a tray underneath it so you can carry it to wherever you want to set it up to harden and pour your soap into it. Oh my goodness, I've just got... This is such a lovely golden soap. I'm so excited for all of y'all to see the results of this because it's just beautiful and oh, it smells so good. As you're making your soap, once you've mixed in the oils, if you feel like it's not quite strong enough with one or two of the oils you've chosen, take a dropper and add a few extra drops and slowly incorporate that in and see how you like the result then. Do keep in mind though that if you are using citrus oils, you're going to want your batter to smell a lot more citrusy than anything else because that citrus is going to disappear. Oh, that is like lemonade in a bar. And it is beautiful, it is beautiful. I'm gonna set my stuff to the side and go pour my soap. I'll be right back. If you find that because you've measured your oils out by weight, they all fill up your molds differently, that's okay. Some oils weigh a lot more than the amount of volume that they fill. 
So right now, I've got a Castile soap and I've poured it into a loaf mold, and it's only filled it up about two-thirds of the way. That's fine. When I cut it into bars, I can always cut them a little thicker to make up for the lost volume that comes from height. I would just like to say, the day that I'm recording this is my dad's birthday, and I feel very bad because I haven't even called him yet. I've just come down to my kitchen after I woke up and started making soap. So, anybody who's listening, I hope you wish my father a happy birthday, and I'm about to go do that myself. Something else funny, the day that this episode is getting released, the last Sunday of the month, is the day before my mother's birthday. So this is a happy birthday episode special. Happy birthday to my mom, and happy birthday to my dad. I love you guys both so much. Boy, I tell you what, I just had a blast making that soap, and I'm so glad you could join me. I can't wait to see what the finished product looks like and if that gorgeous golden olive oil tone is going to stick around in the final bar. If you've been making soap along with me during this show, I would love to see the results of your projects. So take a picture of it and send it along on Twitter or on Instagram with the hashtag TheSoapOperaPod. I cannot wait to see what you've done. Please, please let me know. Let me see your results. I want to see the gorgeous, wonderful soaps that you lovely listeners have all made. Thank you so much for making soap with me today. Happy sudsing. was created by me, Sarah Wheatley. It was created in Washington County, Vermont, the territory of the Abenaki people. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review the show on iTunes, or tell your friends and family about it. Spreading the word makes all the difference. If you have any questions about soap, tools, or ingredients, you can contact me through the links in the show notes. If you want access to exclusive episodes featuring specialty ingredients, you can become a patron for as little as $1 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash thesoapopera and donate there. Many thanks to Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com for the music. If you want to challenge your soap-making skills some more, I recommend checking out humblebeeandme.com, a wonderful website with tons of science-based soap, skincare, and makeup recipes. If you want to purchase any of the soap I made for this show, you can find it at shiresuds.com. That's S-H-I-R-E-S-U-D-S. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Soap Opera. Happy sudsing! <laughs>